0: here tonight because you wanted me to be. I'm glad you came because I think you're going to like it. Let's get nuts! You are so twisted. Let's face it, you are a knockout. The Encyclopedia Galactica in its chapter on love states that it is far too complicated to define. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has this to say on the subject of love. Avoid, if at all possible. I... All right, all right. Good evening to the Bahamas and the world you are listening to after hours with yours truly, Sexy Vanessa. Oh, yes. And another one. Yeah, man. We DJ Khaled around here every week, Sundays at 11 in the p.m. That's uh, Eastern time. And I got to say that because, you know, we got listeners all around the world. And I have to thank you so much. It's because of your wonderful response and support that we are now on episode 14. That's right. That's ghetto Spanish. Because <laughs> I don't know why I said it with such an attitude, right? Like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the proper accent. We're on episode 14, right? Just 14. And uh, I can't believe it, man. Yeah, that's 14 weeks strong. That's actually over three months, 180 Yeah? Yeah, man. Big shout out to Tina, the producer. Street King Records, of course. We're in the Trap Studio. And y'all got to check out IG, man. I got, a, I got a picture of the Trap Kitty up there. And no, I don't mean mine. Tina, we need drums. Somebody was supposed to go, but don't bump psh, just now. No, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> so we have a. It was a kitten, and you remember a few. Well, it's quite a few episodes ago now. Um, when we were talking about the kittens, and you may have even heard on one or two mummy because mummy used to get a little loud sometimes. I don't know what happened. I mean, the mummy cat. Yeah, she had a lot to say on the show at times. But um, yeah, I'll have a picture of the trap kitty up there celebrating her as well. So yeah, she's growing. The show is growing, and it's incredible because speaking of growing right the audience which is not just local you know we broadcast here from nassau bahamas yes the beautiful isles of the commonwealth of the bahamas and it is truly better here in some ways um (laughs) yeah i gotta add that part but it's funny because when we talk about the audience you know we have international listeners as well and i got rowed we got rowed let me put you in it too tino tino and i got rowed because tino should remind me right tino He's not agreeing, but we're going to say he is, right? Listen. <laughs> One of our international listeners, who is actually a part of our VIP group on WhatsApp. And again, you know, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you know, you can join the Facebook group, After Hours with Sexy Vanessa. And in the Facebook group is a link for our WhatsApp group, After Hours 242. So she's a part of both. And um, she robbed because she's like, yes, the show is growing, but... I didn't hear my city on the city run, and I didn't hear a city run. And I was like, yeah, you know, we haven't done it for a few weeks, but I promised her that we would get it in this week because, I, you know, apparently that's a very important part of the show. It's something that you guys as listeners enjoy, and I'm always happy to get feedback, you know? If there's something that I did before and you liked it, and I stopped doing it or I don't do it all the time, hey, let me know, and, you know, I'll do it more. Yeah, it's like a marriage, right? Is that how it works, like a relationship? Tina, if she don't do something enough, you didn't. Tina's smiling. you smiling. Why are you smiling, Tina? <laughs> All right, let's do the city run, guys. Like I said, international listeners. And, of course, you know you may be listening to us on SoundCloud, but you can also check us out on iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, TuneIn, which I personally love, uh, Podcast Republic, Podcast Attic. All sorts of different podcast apps. Yeah, a whole host of them. So by all means, wherever you like to listen, you can find us. And again, don't just listen, but be sure to give us a like, a follow, and yeah, also give us a share. Yes, so someone else can get their city on the city run, okay? So this is how we're doing, all right? These are our top cities. And uh, I'm actually going to just go ahead and run down... Let's do the U.S. or international. We'll do all the international listeners first, right? Yeah, that's how you do for guests. And then we'll come back to our Bahamian cities, all right? So we got San Jose in the U.S., Panorama City, Charlotte, uh, also Mountain View, Ashburn, Nottingham in the U.K., Dublin, Ireland, Richmond in Canada, Fayetteville. Let me say that again. Fayetteville, okay? That's North Carolina, and that's our girl, uh Bahama Mama who is over there in Fayetteville doing it big as always. Yes, so we love her and thank you for listening. And we will always make sure to include you on the City Run, okay? The City Run will now be like a weekly thing just just for you, baby girl, okay? Yeah, man, that's how we're doing it. Also gotta send a big shout out to our listeners in Bowie, in Chicago as well. Yeah, man, the windy city in Claire. Tampa. Yes, Tampa is over there, a part of my hometown. I'm from uh, Clearwater, actually, in the Tampa Bay area, which is Pinellas County, but that's cool, right? Yeah, Tampa is Hillsborough, but we got the Tampa Bay in between us, man. Unites us all, so big shout out to all of our listeners in Tampa. Um, also in Stuttgart, Germany, which I don't know if I have. I mentioned it on the show before. That um I, I used to live in Germany. Yeah, I have a picture of myself at the Berlin Wall. I think I said that last time that we mentioned our German listeners. Um, also Toronto, Canada. San Mateo in the U.S. West Palm Beach. Vancouver, Canada. Corner Brook, Canada, which is a new city for the city run. Uh, Marietta in the U.S. Avon, Richmond, Hayden, West Hampton. Essen, Germany. Yes, that's right. We have German listeners in more than one city. That we love. Also Phoenix in the U.S. Houston. Oslo, Norway. Yeah, man. Big shout out to our Norwegian fam. Uh, LA in the US. That's Los Angeles. Cleveland. Oh, sh- hold on. Oh, let me don't say that. Taliban. All right, listen. <laughs> we got listeners in Kabul, Afghanistan. Take flicking that, man. Yeah, big shout out to our listeners in Kabul. I wonder, you know, um, my nephew has some friends. Um, that you know they game online and stuff like that, and so I don't know. Maybe maybe my nephew's been sharing the show. So big shout out to our listeners in Afghanistan. Love you guys, man. Um, also Palm Bay in the U. S., Longmont in the U. S. as well, Norfolk. Ilk, I'm hope I'm saying this right, Ilkston in the U. K., which is also a new one for us, and then Fort Collins. In the US, okay. Then for our Bahamian cities, of course, Nassau, that's where we are here in New Providence. Also, Crown Haven, San Andres, Savannah Sound, Marsh Harbor, Dunmore Town, and is that it? I think that might be it. Oh no, can't forget our friends in Freeport, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, we got I forgot we have VIP listeners even in Freeport, so can't forget them, man. Yeah, those are all of our cities, and those are actually just the top cities for the last 30. Days, okay. Yes. These are our people who listen religiously and we absolutely love it. Thank you for coming back again and again and again. And like I said, because of you, we are 14 episodes strong. All right. Tonight's show, of course, being brought to you by Get Tipped Nail Salon. Don't forget, we got those promos going on for you. Every Get Tipped Tuesday, you can get $10 off of any service. All right. And you know, this coming Tuesday is actually um, a holiday, man. So get in there early, right? Yeah. get in there early and say, listen. And hey, Get Tip Tuesday, you're not gonna be here, right? Can I get a little independent something going? Yeah, man, just say "sexy Vanessa," and I promise you, you're gonna get the best deal in town. All right, that's Get Tip Nail Salon right there in Palmdale. Check them out online. Get Tipped Two Four Two on Instagram and also on Facebook. Tonight's show also being brought to you by Ninety Day Transformation. Oh my goodness! 90-Day Transformation, so freaking awesome. You guys know I'm part of the program. I'm actually a spokesperson for them, which is great, and I enjoy. But I also got to get it in. Like, you don't just get to be a spokesperson and don't do anything. You have to get it in. And I am, like, six pounds down. And no, it's not water weight. It is consistent workout workout paying attention to nutrition. So on average, I'm losing like three pounds a week, which I love. And so I'm going to pay even closer or stricter attention to um, what I'm eating this week. And it's not diet food. It's just, you know, picking the right things and making healthy choices and portions and, you know, things like that. I will tell you, I'm eating food, lots of it, and I enjoy it. It's good, healthy stuff, six pounds down, and I can't wait. 90-day transformation, I promise you. When you see me, which will be sooner than you think, Hint, hint. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you see me, you are going to be like, wow. Yeah, that's working. We're loving that. Okay? So 90 Day Transformation. Check them out online. 90 Day 242 on Instagram. Uh, they're also on Facebook as 90 Day Transformation, okay? That's 90, N-I-N-E-T-Y, when you look for them on IG, all right? Uh, who else we got? Tonight's show also being brought to you by Herbalife. Don't forget, you get your uh, Herbalife shakes from a girl, Slim Kim. Check for her contacts on our IG page. And any, any of the Herbalife videos that you see have her contacts attached. You'll see the great shaker cup that we have. If you get your shakes, you're gonna get that free shaker cup because life is busy and you don't have time for a blender, right? All right. And then, you know, we have the tea as well, which which I've been using, the chai tea. Now we also have the aloe, which I stopped using the aloe because I have a sucralose sensitivity and it does have sucralose in it. But I will say I enjoyed it for its taste and everything else. It's just that one ingredient that doesn't work with me. And that's the thing, guys. Whenever you're looking at things like Herbalife or anything, make sure you're paying attention to what's right for you. And so I have to say the shakes and the Herbalife tea, that uh, metabolism booster tea, I love them, love them, love them. So check them out, guys. Again, if you get the tea or the aloe um, sweetener, That is going to allow you to get that free spoon, all right? Yeah, so free shaker cup with the shake, free spoon with the tea stuff. That's how we're doing it. Big shout-out to Slim Kim and Herbalife. Again, look for their contacts on our IG page and also on Facebook. Uh, Also sponsored by Artists X marks the spot every Saturday night over there at Atlantic Shipwreck down by the bridge. Ron Barcelo, yes, the best. And Neo, I absolutely love it. Big shout-out to Ron Barcelo. And, of course, last but not least, Bahamas Ride. Make sure you download the app Today, okay? If you need to ride, Bahamas ride. That's how we do. And like I said, it's episode 14. Tonight, um, it's all about Loveline, man. Yeah, that's how we're doing it. And I gotta say, for those who don't know, um, a part of my inspiration for the show, a large part of my inspiration for the show is a show called Loveline. And I need to make a clarification because I didn't realize a few things until I was doing um, my research for tonight's show. And that is that the show *Love Line*, that I love so much, apparently is still going on. Now it's not going on in the format that I knew it. Okay. Apparently, like Amber Rose is now the host of *Love Line*. It's like a weekly show or something. I don't freaking know. Anyway, how Amber Rose is given like relationship and and love advice, Tino? I'm not sure. Tino, would you take would you take relationship advice from Amber Rose? Not so much, eh? I mean, she's cute and all right, but I mean, okay, yeah, let's just figure this out. <laughs> let's figure out what's really... I'm not saying I'm perfect or holy or anything else, but, you know, anyway, yeah, okay, scratching my head, literally. So the show is still going on. I didn't know this. Um, so whenever I say and have said that, you know, this show, my show, After Hours with Sexy Vanessa, is inspired by Loveline, please understand I do not mean anything by any means any current version of the show because i have not listened to it since like before 2000 okay literally when i say i'm inspired by loveline um and if you've heard me before you have probably also heard that i mentioned dr drew and adam carolla okay the height of loveline as a brand they are the ones who truly made it mind you they were it was great before but loveline from like about 1996 um, moving forward to, I think, Adam left, they say, in 2005. But those early years in particular, like, 96 to 2000, like, Loveline was something mm, like, you know, it was it was special, and I think because of the times and what was going on, and it was, you know, prior to the reality TV craze, really, and I don't know, it was just it was epic, man. It was epic. It really was. So that's what I talk about when I say that I'm inspired by Love Line, Dr. Drew, Drew Pinsky, um and Adam Carolla. And you know, Dr. Drew was the sensible advice guy right he's the doctor um adam was the personality on the show and it just came off so well they had such a great balance between them and i loved it so much and so tonight's episode love line which is close to the last episode for this season yeah i keep telling you we're gonna have some announcements coming up soon and um bit by bit you'll know but i'll tell you we are like this close you can't see my fingers but they're like touching actually okay (laughs) yeah we're this close to wrapping up this season and uh, we have something very incredible in the works for you so by all means stick around follow us on our social media pages at after hours 242 on instagram and twitter and at more sexy vanessa on instagram and twitter and then follow us on facebook as well okay yeah you're not going to want to miss what we have coming your way but um episode 14 now is dedicated to love line at its height. Okay. At its peak, the ultimate love line. And that's what tonight's show is called love line. It's about advice and, and really getting it in and making it real and, and applying a lot of the things that we talk about, um, to real life situations that people are going through. And the reason that I wanted to do this show now is because it's incredible how many people have been asking me for advice, you know? Um, I mean, I go places and sometimes it's people I know, sometimes it's people who know me just as a media personality or through the show, and they're like, hey, listen, I'm in this situation, you know, what what do you think? Why do you think this person is doing this? Or why do you think I'm doing this or acting like this? I can't seem to change this or that. You know, these kind of things. And so I feel inspired because I know that clearly I'm doing something right because it's getting people's attention and... Hopefully that means that the energy I'm feeding into you is something good because you're seeking it out. You feel like it's something that could shore you up in a way and strengthen you and encourage you. And that's wonderful because that's what I want to do. I don't want anybody to listen to the show. And that's why I said, you know, very early on, In the first couple of episodes you know don't think it's a male bashing show like we'll get around to talking about everything and everyone if you know what i mean um but it's important to make an impact if you only know how much time money effort and everything of my life that i have literally dedicated to this brand and even the time money and effort that tino has put in to make this show happen you know um we are funded and thank you to our benefactor who is someone who wanted to make sure that the show happens. And it's like, hey, listen, you guys are doing something great. You're going to make an impact. Let me make it a little bit easier for you, you know? So we still need to make money, of course, and that's why we have sponsors and advertisers. But the reason that we're here is for what we can do, right? The money is a byproduct, a necessary byproduct. Let me say that, right, you know? that is 12%. Hello. Okay. So, so the advertisers are necessary, right? But they're not the reason that we do the show. We do the show to make an impact. We do the show because we feel there's something positive to be said. And so to get this great response from you guys has been so wonderful. And, you know, it's funny because people have said to me, um, I remember one time meeting this, uh, great, great marketing guy. Um, his, doing a remote at CBS Bahamas and he came in I think he was helping them launch their marketing of the Kohler line right plumbing fixtures and he asked me he's like oh so um where where did you go to broadcasting school you know and I was like well I didn't and he's like you didn't I was like no I I didn't go to broadcasting school you know it's just kind of a a natural talent. Like, yes, I like to talk a lot, but Lord knows there are a lot of people who like to talk a lot, and I don't think people like to listen to all of them equally, you know what I mean? Um, for me, radio has always been a very powerful tool, you know? I am 34 now. I just turned 34. I grew up in Clearwater, Florida. And, you know, I was born in 84. The time when I grew up, radio in general it was not just powerful but it was very dynamic it was it was changing you know there were new ideas coming in new music um you know coming out of the disco era and you know moving into adult contemporary and all these great sounds and you know top 40 was the thing and you know at some point the casey Kasems of the world you know that that was radio music and entertainment was very vibrant at the time and it still is to an extent but i i think in some rights what we find in the mainstream is less powerful than what we used to get you know either way radio in florida at the time was exceedingly powerful and it was changing you know i grew up at the time there was a radio station called q105 right and q105 it was it was cool but like you know it was like top 40 and laid back top 40 at that you know um songs like bobby McFerrin, you know don't worry be happy tina you know that song yeah man the song go um somebody come and snatch your bed you got nowhere to lay your head don't worry be happy yeah tina about to freaking beatbox over here on it yeah i know you heard that sorry do 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 yeah all right right (laughs) <laughs> I know some of y'all out there are like what the hell that's the young listeners and then others are like ah nostalgia right okay so you know songs like that are like the song um, Tina you know this one yeah it's karaoke night Um, if you don't know me by now you will never 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 know me ooh no Tina's like no man listen that song right there that's powerful man I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip of that for you or something. Yeah, I'm gonna find a clip of that to upload. Man, that stuff is that's some powerful music, man. Y'all youngins missing out on that. Anyway. <laughs> Big shout out to all the listeners who do remember that that one isn't from Simply Red. But um, you know, that was the kind of music that I was listening to at first as a kid in the eighties, right? And then this crazy thing happened in Florida, in particular in the Tampa Bay area. And that crazy thing was Power ninety three point three. Yeah, the power pig, right? Epic. Now it's amazing, you know, doing my research again and going back to make sure I have all my dates correct and things like that. You know, looking back at the Power Pig, I knew it was epic, you know, as a child for whatever reason. Um, Bubba the Love Sponge was so different and brass and brazen and just crass and, you know, basically really pushed the envelope as much as the envelope could be pushed, in particular for morning radio, right? Um But the thing is, going back, I actually learned that they started that radio station with a serious mission. Like the radio station had been through all these different changes and, you know, they kept trying things, trying things, trying things. And they knew something would work. And they finally determined that they were going to take on Q105 as a top 40 station. And apparently they had like this big press thing where they told the other radio station, for those of you in the Bahamas, okay, this would be like um, if when Hot 91 started, right? It would be as if. Hot 91 went to, uh, let's say, 100 jams and was like, listen, if you guys want to stay the best R&B station in the Bahamas or whatever, like, you got to pay us $4 million. Legit. This is what they put in the press, that they demanded the other radio station pay them $4 million to not go into competition with them. And of course, the guy was like, what the hell ever? And so they started, and you wouldn't believe it, within 71 friggin' days, they had taken over the number one spot from Q105. Mind you, this is after, like, years of epic failure, right? But this is the energy that 93.3 brought into the radio game. And another station that really affected my life growing up was um, uh, Wild 98.7. And they also started in a unique way, whereas they played, okay, I know you know this song, Wild Thing, Tone not Look Wild Thing. Let's do the wild thing, don't. Don't, don't. Tina, you know that, right? Yeah, now you, see, you're full of crap. BSing me to the extreme. Anyway, man, y'all know Tone Loke, Wild Thing. They played that song for three friggin' days. No commercial breaks, no other songs, just Tone Loke, just Wild Thing, straight friggin' through. And, you know, again, the marketing behind these stations and how they came out and the energy that they brought to the game, I think that's why they really became number one at their times, you know. Um while ninety eight point seven, I think that was what, nineteen ninety seven or eight when they started. It might have been ninety-eight. Um so yeah, you know, these things were really epic to me and Love Line was a part of that. And so it feels so good to entertain you all, right? I'm glad that you find me entertaining because no one likes advice. I don't even like advice, you know? And a lot of the things I talk about, I openly tell you, these are things that I'm dealing with as well. And I have to preach to myself and listen to my own shows, you know, and say to myself, oh, I'm going through this. Hey, there's an episode on that. Let me remind myself of what I said, right? And really, you know, build myself up and shore myself up. So, you know, it's not from a place of judgment ever. It's from a place of honest discourse and conversation and, and, you know, wanting us all to have a better quality of life. And so on that note right uh we have loveline tonight yeah we're gonna go through a few listener questions and we're gonna see how people are really feeling out there and i want you guys to by all means share um when you share you can use the hashtag loveline yes yes no problem at all right um or if you if you want to differentiate between me and amber rose right because lord knows you don't know the real not the real because i am the real sexy vanessa right but apparently there's a Sexy Vanessa who's a porn star. Now, I didn't know that, and I didn't name myself that, and I would really like to ask Bodhi some questions about why he named me Sexy Vanessa, because I was not doing anything pornish in that studio <laughs> for him to give me that name, right? But, um, yeah, you can use loveline242. Let's do that, okay? Yeah, hashtag loveline242, just to differentiate, all right? Yeah, let's keep it clear. Keep it clear, man. All right, so y'all ready? You ready? Tina, you ready? Some uh, very interesting questions tonight, all right? So this first one... Uh, it's in again from a listener and this is actually a male listener. And again, you guys, when you, when you send questions, you can inbox me on Facebook, um, message the page. You can, you know, direct message me on Instagram. You can, you know, hit me up on Twitter by all means, or you can join the groups and then you can private message me that way. You know, if you're in the WhatsApp group. And don't want to say something in the group, by all means, PM, and we can chat about it. And anything I share will always be kept confidential, all right? That's how we do. So this first one is in from a male listener. He says, Dear Sexy Vanessa, okay, my BBM, which is my baby mama, and I have been together for six years. And no lie, I wasn't perfect, but I always took care of home. This year, I really committed to doing things right, but now she's acting up, carrying on like she ain't sure. I bring her food and pick her up from work, and she's still playing me hard. You think she's just testing me, or am I wasting my time? All right, that's the question, right? Is she testing you, or are you wasting your time? Now, let's go back, because there's something critical to me that was said in the beginning of this question, and that is, no lie, I wasn't perfect, all right? Now, Tina, you know, I know with you, but that sounds like, you know, there's some things that have been done in the past. I got your number, bro. Stay are staring down. Um, so <laughs> I'm doing some stealthy, some stealthy photo-taking, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think you're sharp. Either way, dirt was done, it seems, okay? The dude doesn't seem like he was always faithful. And yes, I understand this happens. But now, you know, time goes on. You grow up. You realize you have a child. And sometimes you decide, hey, I want to do better. I'm going to do better. That seems to be the point where he is. Now, if you as an individual, arrive at that point where you want to do better and you determine that you're trying to do better with the person that you did bad with, that's always going to be a difficult road because trust is... It's one of those things where when broken, it's almost an irreparable. Literally irreparable. How is one able to trust again? I honestly believe it's a God thing, like you got to be divinely inspired. In particular when you're talking about trusting the same person. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that if someone has betrayed you, your ability to trust should be irreparable. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if you're attempting to trust the same person, the level of faith and prayer and belief and everything else that you have to have to really arrive at that point where you're no longer giving them the side eye or suspicious when they take half an hour too long or when they're not where they say they're supposed to be, you know, things like that. It's a long road. And to be honest with you, I don't know if it's really a road that I recommend to people. You know what I mean? Now I'm not saying, well, hey, just give up on the person. Listen, if you can go through it, if you can understand that it's going to be a rebuilding process. not now, And mind you, a building process is one thing, right? Because when you start building, what do you do? You usually start with a clean slate. When you're rebuilding something, right? We live in the Bahamas. I understand there's supposed to be a hurricane traveling. I got to check on that, right? Yeah. Um, but when we have hurricanes, for instance, right? If the hurricane blows down a property or your house building, whatever. When you go to rebuild, what do you have to do first? You got to clean up, right? Ah, this is the problem. When we try to rebuild our relationships and the trust in a relationship, a lot of times we don't clean up. We just try to, like, build the new thing around all the rubble. And then you wonder why it's not working out. Even if you are able to get to a certain point building around that rubble. At some point, you now have to enter that building of life that you've built around that garbage and it's going to come up. You're going to open a closet door and bricks could fall on you. You understand? Because you didn't clean it up. You just kind of pushed it all around and, you know, tried to live around it. And when I say clean up, you know, we talk about self-submission and we talk about following the leader and, you know, a lot of what I try to convey to people has to do with self honesty, okay, being honest with yourself don't be on my head and tell me it's raining. Don't tell me it is something that it isn't. you know the truth of the matter. Stop lying to me obviously you're lying to yourself, you know, just get over it, and we all do it at one time or another. We convince ourselves that oh, you know things are really obstacles that aren't when you know it's something that if you really wanted to solve the issue, you could you know um. We tell ourselves, oh, you know, cheat on, on a mate, and the guy be like, oh, you know, honey, I didn't mean it. Yeah, the hell, you meant it. You mean you didn't mean to get caught. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, no, don't you mean you didn't mean it? Like, you planned, like, you went and got a whole hotel room, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. Like, at what point did you, was this, like, an accident? You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's why we talk about self-honesty. And so when you have that trust broken, you got to come clean. And when I say clean, I mean with yourself, with why you did it, with whether or not you really intend to do it in the future, because that's the other thing. So many of us just string people along. And for for what? And for how long? What's the purpose? You know you don't intend to do better. You know you don't intend to be faithful. But you still are with this person saying they're your boyfriend or girlfriend. You're still with this person and you propose to them and get married. You know, like, what are you, what's, what's the point, right? And so getting to that point of being honest with yourself about where you are, about whether or not you're able to be faithful, and whether or not you're truly committed to that, meaning it's going to take an active effort. You're going to have to, like, not ask girls for their number, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to, like, not pick up random chicks in the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be an effort. You're going to have to be conscious of what you're doing. Um, and once you get to that point of self-honesty, now you have to convince this other person who saw the whole house blow down that this new thing you've built is now safe. Now, we didn't see this thing blow down once, and you build the first one, right? So this is where the issue comes in. Now, if you have a new buyer come into that area, right, to say, hey, they didn't know the house blow down. They just go and buy this house, right? That makes sense. What they can say? They can say nothing. They say the house looks solid. It's a good house. That's the new girlfriend or boyfriend. You see, ah, oh, this house solid, boy. She ain't know what she missing. You know what I mean? That time, the house little jacked up. We know what the house been through. We know what the property been through. We know the area this flood. You know what I'm saying? We know what's going on. So it's difficult to convince someone. That's something that has been proven unsafe before and has now been repaired, right? It was unsafe in its supposed perfected state. Now we know it's been pitch-patched, repaired, and now you're telling me it's safe. How do I know it's safe? (laughs) That's where trust is. That's a practical demonstration and analogy for you there of trust and how trust works. And so that's why I say it's going to be A process because even if the person comes into the house, buddy, every little creak and crack and sound, hold on, that's that suspicion. That's the jealousy. That's the always asking questions, and I feel like I still can't trust you. Right? And that can push a person off. Now, when it comes to the question of, well, you know, is she just playing me, testing me, or, you know, should I really just give up on this? Am I like wasting my time? Yes, it could be a test. But to be honest, life is short. And I personally don't have time for tests, okay? Did we with tests in school? So if I were in that situation, I need to have a very big grown-up conversation with the other person to say, listen, number one, honesty. I know X, Y, Z. I know this happened, I know that happened, I know these are the things that are de- we're dealing with between you and I. Number 2, call it what it is. Okay? Don't come with that new and improved foolishness. It's refurbished, bro. You understand? <laughs> like it's not new, it's maybe not improved admit to the fact that you know this is going to be a road it's going to be a journey trust us doesn't hop back because you say well hey trust me again you have to admit to that and you have to talk about that and you have to talk about the fact that if we are going to try this again this is going to be work and admit to that and don't let anybody lie to you because i don't know a single person who could get cheated on and just not care you know anybody like that you like where the person could cheat on you and you just, the next day they'd be like, I ain't gonna do it again. You're like, okay. Nah, bro. What do you mean? Okay. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I can need some more guarantee. You ain't gonna do it again. Like, no, bro. Children say that all the time. And look what they do. They do it a friggin' again. The minute you turn your back, man, they do it faster and worse than they did it before, you know? So admitting to the journey that you're going to face and rebuilding that trust, that's important. Alright? So you clean up with that honesty. You call it what it is. Have that adult conversation where like, hey, listen, this is what I think we'll have to do to make this work. And you need the other person to be honest with their feelings as well. So, you know, is it true? Do you really think you can trust me again? Because they might say, hey, you know what? No. Like, I honestly don't see within myself at any point in the future ever trusting you again. And they may not just, they may be having trouble saying that. See, that's why you have to open up the dialogue. People have to feel secure to express what is true in their hearts. And if the person says to you no, know, that's okay too. Because now you know what you're dealing with and you know how to take those steps and move on from there. Okay? Um, from that point though, I would say this. As a woman... I have a very hard time rebuilding respect okay and that can that can go with trust you know depending on the circumstances around infidelity and how oops I slipped trip and fell into pussy it is you know what I mean like you know were you like away on a business trip and you went to the bar and you came home and confessed this or something or I found you know like you know what I mean like you know uh, you know depending on what it is were you drunk which hopefully you weren't because you shouldn't be drunk, you know what I mean? Um, As opposed to, you know, people who are like, oh, well, you have a whole sweetheart and relationship with this person, and you know what I mean? You know, like, that person where it's like, you have a side chick, as they call it. Like, you literally have a full-blown relationship outside of your primary relationship. And the reason I say that is because there is a difference between, you know, a bad judgment call and you know, executed or, or planned rather bad behavior. You know, you know, like Kanye say, premeditated murder. Okay, he's saying it up front. It was premeditated. There's a difference between just, yeah, I did it at the time, and I thought about this, I planned it out. And so that's why I say the respect and trust thing, in some ways they can be different, although trust definitely affects the level of respect you have for the person. Um, but it's like this. Someone could cheat on you, right? Okay, that's gonna break your trust. But bro, if you cheat on me and get somebody else pregnant, uh, yeah, I'm not going to respect you anymore because that means that you had no respect for me, right? You went and didn't just sleep with somebody else, but you slept with this person without protection, right? Um, which tells me that you have little to no regard for my health and that's, that's an issue. And I don't know if I can really bounce back from that or if I want to bounce back from that, you know? That's, listen, he's the god of a second chance. I'm not god, okay? You understand? Like, sometimes, sometimes it's just like, no, that ain't gonna work. You understand? Um, that's why I say the respect and trust can, can slightly be separated at times. And I might be able to try to trust you again if... I look at the circumstances and say okay you know maybe it's something that was unique or something that i could honestly believe you will attempt not to do again um but if i lose respect for you as a man i'm not going to be able to submit to you and so that question of well are you wasting your time i would say to this listener hey you could be all right like you honestly could be because If a woman can't respect you, if she doesn't respect you, she's never going to properly submit to you, which means you're never going to have the proper dynamic in the relationship for it to be truly as healthy as it should be, all right? So, you know, sit down, have that big grown-up conversation, ask for complete honesty, be completely honest yourself about where you are and whether or not you're actually trying to do better, and... You know, like I said, determine whether or not that respect is there. And be bold. Ask her, you know, do you respect me? Ken, do you think you can respect me? Do you think you can trust me? Right now, do you respect me? Do you trust me? Or do you look at me as less than a man or a man that is less than deserving of you? All right? And when you get those answers, then you're going to know what to do. right because you don't want to waste your time and especially if you buying food and gifting her up and doing all these things right you know you don't want to waste your time your money your effort whatever and so if you need to move on just to co-parenting because of course you have a child then by all means those steps towards that and making sure that you all do the best to take care of the child that you've brought into this world together okay so there you go yeah there you have it that's one question down all right let's let's go to another one um Uh this one is interesting. All right. Dear sexy Vanessa, why some males so damn nasty? Right? Yeah, this (laughs) got some ratchet in the place. right, why some males so damn nasty? I love my boyfriend, but he's fallen off with his hygiene. Like he's just too slack, dirty clothes all over his room, and he doesn't wash until everything smells too sour for him to wear. Whatever he eats or drinks, he leaves the container for days, sometimes weeks. I talk, but he doesn't listen. How can I get him to do better and stop being so nasty? Babies like that word, right? Now nah, you're nasty. You're too nasty, and that's what they say to him. They say it just like that too. You're too nasty. She nasty, child. He nasty. Nuture do things that nasty. Don't do that. That's nasty. Yeah. No, we don't like nastiness unless it's like that. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, kind of nasty. Hey, that's different. That's, that's nasty. that side nasty. That's that kinky ish right there, boy. Yeah, I grew up on that Janet Jackson too. Yeah, big shout out to. Janet. To Janet, it's getting close to the end of the show, y'all. I'm getting a little giddy. Either way, all right, let's talk about the nasty boyfriend, right? And as I understand it, it's not just guys. There's some nasty females out there too, right? So you know, what do you do when you have a partner who you know maybe get involved with them? And who knows? Some people say, "Oh, well, how you get involved with this person in the first place?" Well, maybe you didn't like go over to their house like that all the time, or you know, some people are really good at cleaning up well when people come around. And then, after you're in the relationship for a time, their true nature kind of comes out, you know? Um, how you got in the relationship being uh, neither here nor there, you're in it, right? The problem that I see is truly with the last bit of, of the question where it says, um, what, did it, what did it say? Hold on, let me read it again. Where it says, I talk, but he doesn't listen. How can I get him to do better? and stop being so nasty." Now, you see, um, Bahamians should be familiar with this. You know when you're at work, right? And somebody come and say, man, you could do this for me. And then you'd be like, but that ain't my job. Right? You know Bahamians there, right? But that ain't my job. Like, not my job. Sweet girl, not your job, okay? Yeah, that's not, you train him. You didn't push him out. That's not your child. No. He needs to be returned to sender, a.k.a. his mother. Yeah, I'm not saying take the brother out, right? (laughs) You need to return him to his mother so he can be trained and then let somebody else deal with that, okay? That's not your monkey, not your circus. You understand? Not your problem, sis. I I mean, that one to me is really simple. Like, I believe people should come train, even in terms of how to love me. I don't think I need to train you on how to speak to me properly on what is appropriate to say and what's not appropriate to say, on what's appropriate to do and what's not appropriate to do, I shouldn't have to train you because the Bible tells me not to be unequally yoked. So I am only interested in persons that have equal values. All right? You need to think about women, treat women, treat relationships and all that the same way that I think about them, treat them. And it's not going to say that, yeah, we agree on 100% of everything. It's not saying that. But... At the core, there have to be some principles. Remember, I was at episode 11, principle up. There have to be some certain principles that are there, okay? Like, there are certain things that it's just not okay to say to a woman. I can't personally deal with people who just say anything when they're arguing. You know, people who tell you all about your deep underneath and all these things. They will say things that are lies that they know they don't mean or aren't true just to hurt your feelings. I can't cope with that. Me and that don't mix, okay? Don't do things just to get me riled up intentionally. Like, this is not high school. I'm not about that bullish. You're going to need to step off, all right? Will you boys say? Uh, Miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, you're going gonna to need to miss me with that one, okay? That's me. You need to come train on how to properly navigate conflict resolution, okay? That's another thing. Like, just because we're having a disagreement about something... It doesn't mean that everything calls for a level ten reaction. I can't take people that also you know, those people who always threatening to leave you, Tino? Like every time you have a disagreement, it's like I gone and it's like, but hold on, the disagreement ain't even that serious, bro. Like we talking about whether or not to put the sugar in the fridge or in the friggin' cupboard. You understand what I'm saying? But it's like, oh, you just you just become so extremist and fatalist, it's like rather than engage in meaningful conversation or a meaningful discussion about whatever the issue may be your thing is, I'm leaving because if you say you're leaving, then ideally that means the other person doesn't want you to leave, and hopefully you'll just win the conversation. Yeah, don't manipulate me like that, cause you ain't gonna win that conversation. You always leaving, you gonna needs to leave. You know what I'm saying, bro? You gonna need to exit, stay it's left. Don't be threatening me. All right, you go, you gonna needs to get out. So you know these are again just certain things and how people operate. You gotta be on par. Okay, and hygiene and stuff is certainly one of those, you know, basic hygiene, very important. But you also need someone who's going to take care of themselves because ultimately, like scripture says, you're supposed to love others the way you love yourself. If somebody doesn't properly love themselves, if they don't know how to take care of their own flesh, how are they going to take care of you? And if you're talking about your partner, somebody you're looking to marry and be with for life. This is going to be the person as a female who's going to have to take care of you when you're pregnant or sick or, you know what I mean? And even for men, the same thing. Hopefully not when they're pregnant, but when they're, you know, if you're ill or take care of your daily needs as a woman does in terms of feeding you and all these other things. Like, you know, you have to, you have to make sure that the person is interested and striving for the same quality of life that you are if you have to be talking to this brother about when he should wash his clothes, sweet girl, he ain't ready for a family. He needs to listen to, what is it? Episode seven, following the leader. Yeah. What is qualifying him to be the head of any relationship? He need to be by himself and get his life together. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really like that simple. So yeah, that's my take on that one. And again, guys, you know, if you want to get in on this, um, Follow us up at After Hours 242. Yeah, you know that one, right? After Hours 242. Also at More Sexy Vanessa. And again, tonight's show is being brought to you by Get Tip Nail Salon over there in Palmdale. Also our friends at 90 Day Transformation, Herbalife, Artists, x Rocks The Spot at Atlantic Shipwreck, Ron Barcelo and Bahamas Ride. All right, all right. Next question. Sexy Vanessa, does Tino have a girlfriend? hey stalkers all right listen no that's not a question but let's talk about stalkers right (laughs) because something interesting happened to me right all right so you know i'm all about the public transportation thing and you know you wouldn't believe this is like a complete sidebar from the questions but You know, it's a question that I have, and I'm going to answer it. How do you stay safe when you're, you know, just too damn sexy? Okay, so, and I know I have very sexy listeners, so they need to know this too, right? I always, well, recently, for the last however many weeks, I've been taking a particular route to the studio, right? And I have to catch two buses, right? Okay. So where I get off, like, the one bus to get on the other bus, this has been the same place for the last couple weeks. And today, like, I'm waiting on the bus and I have my headphones in as usual, you know what I'm saying, I'm grooving, I'm not really checking. And I'm looking at traffic, but I'm not checking for anybody. And all of a sudden I hear this chorus of hi, like a whole bunch of people saying hi at the same time. So I turn around and it's these guys like in like the loading area of this store, right? And they're waving, they're all waving, right? So I'm waving back, you know, I'm like, hi, and I smile. And then, you know, I did that smile that says, my God, you all have issues, right? Thirsty. So here comes the bus. Nah, I'm about to get on the bus. And now they all saying bye at the same time, right? Bye. So then the one guy's going to say, see you next Sunday. Tino, they watching me, bro. They know every single week, at the same day, I'll be out there. Tino, I'm not going that way next week, okay? I'm going to let you know now. I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come a different way, man. There's stalkers in the place, so what do you do when people stalking you? You change up your route, all right? Yeah, I know. I know a lot of y'all sexy folks got people hunting you down too, man. It's it's dangerous out there. One of our um listeners is talking about the Facebook stalkers too, you know, and it's weird because if you Listen, you befriend one shady character and suddenly a whole host of shady people pop up. Now, you didn't even know the first person was shady until all these other shady people popping up. It's like, oh, yeah, you're connected to some bad folks, okay? Yeah, so ah, very, very interesting out there. Just a little a little sidebar on what I've been going through. Yeah, we're talking about what other people going through. That's what I've been going through, all right? People stalking me, man. It's a serious thing. I'm going to hire me a bodyguard. He's going to be sexy, too. Tina, you want to be my bodyguard? Yeah, oh, you can answer that question. All the other questions I ask you in here, you won't say nothing, but that question, you're like, mm-hmm, all right. I'm not not serious, not hiring you, bro. You already have a job. You're my producer. You can't do everything. You want to be a Jamaican, eh? 14 jobs. <laughs> Big shout-out to all of our Jamaican listeners who may or may not be offended by that last joke. All right, moving right along to the questions, right? All right, we got to... <laughs> we have one more question for the night, all right? Yeah, because our time... Our time is looking like it is almost up. Yeah, man, we are almost there. So one more question for the night, all right? And uh, this one, this is another question from a guy. Uh, another baby mama question. Yeah, they like this BBM. Um, Dear sexy Vanessa, my baby mama did some dirt to get back at me for dirt I did. I knew she was messing around, and she left her phone in the car, so I checked it. Come to find out, she ain't only cheat, but... F sorry, yeah, the word threw me off there, it's like this is unedited. But F this Negro raw and still was coming home to me and kissing me up, right? She's saying that's old news, but I still feel she's messing around. Should I forgive her and try again for our child or say F the whole situation? Hmm. Now this goes back to like that first question when we talk about respect and breaking respect and trust. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. I always find it particularly noble when a man is willing to take back a woman who's been unfaithful, right um you know I find that I find that to be I find that to be you know interesting <laughs> like, I guess unexpected in a way, right unexpected and the reason I say that is because you know we all say we always say it that men. Are usually good at giving but can't take and we know here in the bahamas in particular we say you know with bahamian guys man listen a bahamian dude will have a sweetheart on you like for the whole 20 years of your relationship and the minute he sees you hug another man it's like oh hell no all hell go brook loose. you are just an unfaithful wench you just f you you're a whore all a bunch of big crabby and underneath and all kind of things for y'all in the states crabby is Your female parts, right? Yeah. You could imagine when we watched SpongeBob, right? When that first came out, it was like, Krabby, what? Ah. Oh, clearly Bikini Bottom is not in the Bahamas. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, man, this is, like, freak out. Like, literally freak the hell out. And it's like, but hold on. This can't be the same dude who has cheated on this woman multiple times. You know what I mean? Um... And so that's why I say, you know, when you have a guy who's willing to take back a woman who is unfaithful, I find it unique. I find it noble in a way. Um, is it always advisable? I don't know. Because, you know, people, again, it depends on whether you can get back to that honest conversation and determine, in this case, whether or not this other person is now The person who's going to be faithful, you know what I mean? And you know, likewise, yeah, you did some stuff, so maybe she did this to get back at you. But I also have an issue with the level of get back, like the level of revenge. She, she stooped kind of low, bro. Not even kind of, she stooped like dead low. As the brother pointed out, she didn't just cheat. What does it say? Says she didn't just cheat, but she effed the dude wrong. Now, for y'all who might be not seasoned in the lingo, you know, that means without a condom. And, you know, I, that's a problem. I got a problem with that. You don't, you don't care about my health. You don't care about your own health. You don't care about, like, what if she got pregnant? And then if that's your baby mama, like, are y'all not using protection? Because if y'all ain't using protection, and then she ain't using protection with this dude, and then she got pregnant, like, who does the kid really belong to? Is that the kind of person you need in your life? Like, what the hell? I don't know if that's... No, if you're willing to stoop that low, I don't think I need you in my life. I'm just gonna be honest. Now, I'm not saying that anyone is beyond redemption. By all means, allow them to be redeemed, but personally... Allow them to be redeemed and let somebody else enjoy their refurbished form, okay? Because I'm not, and let me let me say this. If you're married and you've taken a vow, you're supposed to work it out, okay? You're supposed to resolve it. Yes, the Bible does give case for in, um, divorce with infidelity and um, abuse, if I understand correctly. But, you know, if you're not married, Why are you suffering yourself unnecessarily? That's what I don't understand. These people have been in these relationships with people doing them bad for years. And it's like, bro, you are not tied down. You can have a better life than this. And maybe it's because you know personally you're not doing right or you're not willing to do better. But I promise you, if you start loving yourself properly, you will start getting rid of these toxic relationships. Okay? I don't want your forgiveness if your forgiveness comes with revenge. That's not forgiveness yeah you may have done some dirt but at the end of the day if her way of getting over that was okay well let me do it back to you like spiteful people man you gotta be wary of them you really gotta be wary of them and it's not to say that you were right for doing what you did but still there are like levels I just think that I don't think she respects herself to do that and again if she doesn't respect herself how can she ever respect you regardless of whether you cheated in the past or not. If a woman is able to be supposedly in a relationship with you, having sex with you, and goes and sleeps with somebody else without a condom, I just, I don't think that she has the proper value on herself and her life and her sexuality and her, her power, which we've talked about in previous episodes, that your sexuality is truly a creative power. She doesn't respect that, and you can't expect someone who doesn't respect themselves to respect you. And if she can't respect you, then I really don't see why that's a relationship that you need to pursue or to be in. A lot of people would say, you know, with the old school ways of, oh, well, you know, you have a child together, work it out. I don't think it's better for a child to see their parents in unhealthy relationships. I think it's better for a child to understand that ultimately, you have a choice in life and on any given day, you can choose to do better. You can choose to build your universe and shape it the way you want it. You can choose to improve yourself. You can choose to be a good person. You can choose to take control of the energy you allow in your space. You can choose to take control of the energy that you contribute to a space. You know, there's, there's healthy love and there's crazy love, right? I'll give you a story, and this is a good one as we get uh, close to wrapping up there because we are, what? Oh, yeah, we're just about to wrap up. So let me give you a, a good story here. I don't know if I've told this story before, but talking about crazy love versus healthy love, right? My mother was married to my sister's father, right? A Canadian guy. And they were in love, right? Yeah, they got married, they're in love. And you know, great relationship. Mom, like, I think she got him a car or something as as their wedding gift. And you know, it was really great. They were very, very happy, okay? However, jealousy became an issue and mom was a socialite you know she worked in real estate and she was a debutante and toast She was, you know in toast mistress and all these things and all these different clubs and so you know people knew her and she would go to things like bank parties and things like that right so here they go to this party and uh my sister's dad he's jealous apparently they're sitting at the table and it's not dinner yet right it's like a 12-seater table or more right And all of a sudden, after, I guess, the main entree, he's like, oh, we have to go. And mummy was like, well, I don't know where we have to go. But, you know, trying to be a respectful wife, he's getting up to go. So what are you going to do? You got to get up to go with the man, right, Tino? So she gets up. She's going with the man. And, of course, now they're in the car. And she's like, well, what the hell? What's going on here? Like, why, why do we have to go? We don't have to go. And he's like, oh you know, they sat them male, female, male, female. So he tells her, I saw your elbow touch the guy's elbow next to you. Because, of course, he's sitting on one side of her and there's a guy sitting on the other side. And, and it, it made her go crazy. Because it was like, listen, you know what? Jealousy can be cute at times, but that crap right there. Like, dude, we're sitting at a dinner table. What the hell do you mean you saw? i like, maybe my elbow did touch his elbow, but Jesus, how much space is at the table? And so what does she do? Of course, they're having an argument, and this is in the 70s. And my girl, my dear sweet mother, Vernita Mott, took off her platform shoe. And she beat that fool. Yes, she did. I'm sorry, Dad. I don't mean to call you a fool. It's just a part of the story, okay? Love you. All right. Yeah. But she beat the hell out of him with the shoe, to the point where he got the hell out of the car. Tino, the car is moving. He jumps out of the car. Okay. (laughs) This is a piece. He gets out of the car now. She climbs over. She knows the old Chevy is a bench seat. Um, I think this was her Chevy Malibu that she had at the time, right? And so she gets over, climbs over now. She's trying to tell him, let's go. He's walking on the side of the road, and he's like, no, he's not getting back in the car, obviously, because she hit him. And, and you know, now she's kind of easing off and she's laughing because it's funny that he's outside the car walking and won't get back in the car. And then she's trying to shine the light on him and he keeps going in the bush and this police car passes and they're trying to figure out what's going on with her driving all slow. And, you know, she's explaining to them, trying to get my husband to come back in the car. And he's like, no, like, she beat me with the shoe. She tried to run me over. And she's like, and I just break out laughing because I was like, I did not try to run you over. I was just trying to shine the light to see where you are because you were in the bush, all right? Listen. That is crazy love, all right? Needless to say, they are no longer married, right? <laughs> I think their love was very strong. I think they still have a very unique bond to this day. But, you know, that that is crazy. That is crazy, 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 crazy love, okay? And so you got to know the difference between love that is good, love that is crazy and is not good for you, You have to know, you know, people that aren't good for you. Like I used to mention Kodak Black in that song. You're not the one for me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know, get on your proper vibe to attract your proper tribe. All right? That's what you got to do. And so, you know, to our last question asking about whether or not you need to give your baby mama a try. You know, listen... If it's a crazy love situation and you guys are doing things to each other and displaying negative behavior towards one another or you're cursing and carrying on and fighting, like, hey, it's not... I don't don't think that's better for the child. I don't think it's ever better for the child in that situation. I think it's better for the child to see both of you grow as individuals and find the truest, healthiest versions of yourselves, whether that be together or apart. And that is the way that you can nurture the child to do their best in life. You know, so... Yeah, I don't agree with just stick into it for the kid, especially if it's going to create a negative environment, all right? It's all about positive energy. And as individuals, we all have to get into a, to a point in life where we feel good about ourselves for a good reason, right? Not we're all hyped up and prideful, but we honestly feel good about how we strive to live and interact with our family and within our relationships, within society as well. And so, you know, thank you so much for all of your questions we have more but that's all we have time for tonight yeah um thank you so so much for that uh, that's been absolutely great and you know again i think the response is so wonderful because i try to be so honest and real with you guys and so next week that's what we're talking about right yeah we're gonna drop some plans we're gonna drop some uh real stuff next week's episode is real recognize real and um, be letting you guys know about what we got coming up for you We're getting in touch with how we're getting in touch with them, how we're going to be getting in touch with you even more as our listeners, and it's going to be really great. Yeah, it's going to be a laid back episode, and uh, it's actually going to be our wrap up for season one. All right, yeah, it'll be the last episode for season one, episode 15. That will be real, recognized, real. This, of course, has been episode 14. Wow, yeah, I'm still amazed and humbled and grateful that you all have stuck with us so long along the way and i'm looking forward to you sticking with us some more and that's why we got good stuff coming your way because we want you to be happier we want to engage with you more um because you're such a great audience i really really do appreciate you guys so don't forget tonight's show uh episode 14 love line was brought to you by get tip nail salon 90 day transformation herbalife artists x marks the spot every saturday night over there at atlantic shipwreck ron Barcelo, and of course bahamas ride get tip nail salon 90 day transformation make sure you check them out online that's get tip 242 and 90 day 242 um, also herbalife you can get the contacts from a girl slim kim on our ig page or on facebook speaking of which Don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook. After Hours with Sexy Vanessa is the group. You can also check out my page, Facebook.com slash Sexy Vanessa. Lots of links on there. And then uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at After Hours 242 and myself at More Sexy Vanessa. Okay, that's how we're doing episode 14 Love Line. It has been a blast as always. Again, shout out to Tino the Producer and Street King Records. Don't forget to hit them up on SoundCloud. Yeah, man, give them a listen. And uh, yeah, like I said, you might be listening to us on SoundCloud, but uh, you can also check us out on all of those other podcast apps as well, including iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, Stitch. Cast box tune in double twist podcast republic podcast attic. Yeah, we're all over the place. And again, don't just give us a listen, but make sure you give us a like, a follow, and give us a share. Don't keep all the sexy goodness to yourself. All right. That's how we do. Ah, that's it. I've bent your ear enough for this evening. It's after hours with sexy Vanessa. Shalom. Until next time.